Hello and welcome to the New Day podcast, where we talk about life, what it's throwing at us, and how we deal with it. So I'm Ian, a learning development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah, with a passion for communication technology and sharing what I find on my road to Zen. With me as always... I'm Angela. My passions include being a full-time mom and grandma and uh, learning about people through different careers that I've had. I feel there's a lesson in almost every interaction you have with people, and I enjoy sharing that with people. I know. You, I, she's I did got her, my homework. She did her homework this week. <laughs> that was like super deep, too. <laughs> Thank you. I tried. Wow. <laughs> I tried really we hard. Have a, we have a special guest this week. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's back after six months. Hello. <laughs> Is this Oscar the Grouch. It's gonna be. It's gonna be here. <laughs> I'm excited that you asked me back because apparently I only made it to number eight last season. I only made it to number eight. <laughs> I told you that still stings. Did you I tell mean, Angela like he's not gonna like this? Yes, we he's both like, said it. We both went like, "Ooh, this is gonna be." Awkward. He's not. Well, no, I'm glad I know. I feel like I need to come in with like some pyro or pasties on or something, you know, to try and and roller skates. That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Spencer now has bragging rights until you beat him out again, and then Spencer. Know. I know. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me back. Well, the one guy that, you know, we we had to, like, keep reshuffling every three weeks to get him to come true. in. So. <laughs> Who was, was Spencer? Yeah, he was trying to help Stephanie get ready for school. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. And and I owe you guys an apology, too, because you guys have been trying for a <laughs> guys. I'm really sorry. Well, you, I'm you, sorry, guys. I can't, I can't show up. I'm sorry. You've been a busy man. <laughs> it's been nuts. It's actually been, um, it's been weird. The pandemic has... Uh, there's a duality to it. There is. Because I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything yet. I'm busier than I've ever been in my life. I feel that's is, true. Me too. Yeah. You feel the yeah. same way? Oh yeah, yeah for it's sure. Cra- well, it's just crazy. And honestly, I think this is because we've known each other a while now. A long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long and time. this is the happiest, the most productive, like you're just radiating good energy. I am? Yes. You are. That's, that's, I, I, yeah. yeah. Wow. I wish I could say that you were the first person to say that. But a lot of people have said that. And I don't really know what I'm doing different. And you're just happier in what you're I'm doing. I'm just happy. Yeah. I, you know, can I just tell you, though, I think in my life, the scope of my life, I don't think I have been happier. It took a long time, especially after the radio show went away to get to that place. You That's know? good that you found it, though. Keep right? going. Keep yeah. going. Well, it all starts with this, like this stuff right here. I mean, this is where it all starts. And, yeah. and absolutely. I mean, it's I do have a weird kind of neurosis. I don't know if you guys ever have this, but when things are going this good, I'm always like, wait, <laughs> we all wait. hold on. What is coming down the pipeline next? You know, when's the other shoe going to drop? What's uh, what's wrong? What's that's, wrong? Yeah, I think that's human nature because I do that. You do do that? I do it's do such that. A, well, and stupid. It's like self-sabotaging it your is. own happiness sort of. I think we've just been kicked in the teeth enough mm-hmm. over the years yep. where it's like, hey, something good. Oh, just that means, wait. It, yep. That means something bad's coming. So, <laughs> oh, so by the way. Jimmy Chunga is back with it. Oh, we, we didn't say who it was. <laughs> if people don't know, then we're then, sorry. Then, yes. then you just don't know. <laughs> now, thanks for having me. It's a, it's an honor to be here always. I was excited to be asked back. There's always a, a fear that when you come in and you do a show of this nature, where you kind of reveal all of these things that you don't normally talk about, there's a vulnerability there. Oh, for sure. You know, and I was, I was I'm driving out of Ian's driveway. I'm like, oh, they're never going to have me back. <laughs> no. We, I'm never coming back. We, we actually wanted to have you back sooner, but you have been so busy with Ronan yep. and Bash and yeah. everything else you're doing that yeah. we were like we we want to be respectful well, of thank the time. You. No, yeah. that's very cool. I felt bad because you guys uh, you guys have asked and I'm like guys, listen, my weekend. Uh, here's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it has it has been crazy, but it's been a, a wonderful crazy. You 2020 know? was your year. It was a great. I mm-hmm. I feel oh man. I <laughs> I feel really bad saying this. 
and I, I think I've even said this on Ronan, I feel really bad saying this. Uh, 2020 was a fantastic year for me. It was a great I year. I feel like it was a huge year of growth and everything for me. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I really can't complain too much about Did you guys what learn happened? a lot about your, yourselves oh, in yeah. 2020? Oh my gosh, so much. I learned a ton of, you know, I, uh -huh. it's weird because you think by the time you get to your mid 20s or your late 20s that you know who you are. No. And here I am way far past my mid 20s. And <laughs> I'm, there were some revelations, to, you know, just internal within just things that I noticed just working on myself. Mm -hmm. Over the past year where I was like, man, I, I got that so wrong in my life or I got this so wrong or man, what, what was I thinking having this sort of a, of a philosophy about life? No. Yeah. You know, until the, I feel so much better. I think, I think in that regard, the pandemic was actually a very good thing. I think if people capitalized on the time to, yeah. to have that introspection. Yeah. And, and to be able to sit down and, and really be with yourself and figure yep. that out. Yep. I, and I think I did that not, not quite to the, uh, to the effect that my good friend, Robert Martinez did that. He's, he's a good friend of mine. I want to give him a shout out, shout out to Rob Martinez. Rob went into quarantine and didn't go outside for 280 days. I can't even imagine that. <laughs> and, and he had to go outside. I think it was a doctor's appointment or something like that where he had to. Uh, and then he was freaked out because everyone was in masks. <laughs> <laughs> The world has changed yeah. slightly. I didn't I didn't go to into that level of isolation, but what it did do is it kind of centered me back to, okay, and I think this happened for a lot of people. Who are you? Yes. What what, what are you what are you at your core? You know, and that really, there were a lot of things where I was like, okay, I'm just letting go of this. This is stupid in my life. This is stupid in my life. This is, where are my guitars? Mm -hmm. Where's my Disney stuff? This is the stuff that I, that I love keeping around me and I have kept it around me. And I think that's why you're seeing what you're seeing. A lot of these things that you do. So, mm -hmm. so the reason we wanted to have you on is yes. this time of year and all three of us have said it and felt mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. getting down. This is a tough time of year for you. It's horrible. It's horrible because yeah, you I, have I, sad. I, yeah, I was diagnosed by Dr. Matt Woolley of having, you know, seasonal. I always get it screwed up. I just call it sad. Is a seasonal affective disorder? It yes. is. It is. Oh, it is seasonal affective disorder. It is. Which is a seasonal depression that comes on. It's biological. It's mm -hmm. not psychological. It comes on due to a lack of uh, sunlight, vitamin D. There's a variety of different things that go into that. But what it does is it triggers a chemical response in your brain and triggers depression. It does. That you and have for a period of time during the year. The most common time is from fall through winter mm -hmm. is when most people, there are a rare group of people that suffer from it in spring and summer. Right. It has the opposite effect, too much sunlight, daylight. It, it makes our brain react differently. Yeah, it makes then, the brain react differently. But it is a that, diagnosable disorder. And I was diagnosed with it several years ago as well. Mm -hmm. Since I was diagnosed, I don't feel crazy anymore because I felt like, why do I have the winter blocks? Yeah, like you're so always bad. kind of out of step with everyone yeah. else. Yeah. I'm tired all the time, even yeah. though I sleep like way more than I would normally sleep. Mm -hmm. No energy, lack mm -hmm. of motivation, all of that stuff. And once I got it diagnosed and started getting it fixed, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and for me, you know, I, I when I was diagnosed, I said, hey, do I need medication for this? Do I need to be on antidepressants for this? Do I need this? And he said, well, based on your behavior, you know, let's watch you. Mm -hmm. But based on your behavior, no, I think this is, you yeah. just need to develop certain patterns, certain learned responses to anticipate, hey, you're going to feel this way. Yeah. This is something that is biological. It's just like somebody having a, a bum ankle or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's not, you're not crazy. It's a, it's a chemical thing that happens to your neural pathways and it's just something that you need to plan for. And since I've been doing that, I mean, I've tried a variety of different cures and remedies yeah, and things like too. that. And for the most part, a lot of them are crap, but I, I think, that, I think especially 
this year I'm doing much, much better with it. But there is there's another side to that, too, mm-hmm. because now I, I planned for it so much that I feel like I might be even overreacting to it a little bit. OK, I can do, see do you that. see what I'm saying? Yeah, Where no, the, the, trying to keep the patterns normal. Now I find that I'm like hyper, hyper ambitious <laughs> and hyper, you know, doing things. The pendulum is swung completely the other way. Almost because you're so, afraid that it's going to. Yes bottom out and you don't want it to. Yeah, I know I'm exhausted, super busy, like we were talking about. But uh, so it's just trying to find that right balance. Yeah, you know? and that's true. Kind of had to go in a little bit different direction for some of the things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney, so. Disney is a big thing for you mm-hmm. and your Huge family. Thing. Huge yeah. thing. Yeah, it's uh, some of the best memories I've ever had in my life, both as a child and as an adult, uh, have been at Disneyland. And there's a mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't get that. You know, I get I you know through the radio and through the um, the show Radio Ronin, I've had a lot of people go, I just don't get it, Chunga. I don't understand what the deal is with Disney. And and um, uh, I was born and raised on Disney, so yeah. I totally get it. But I- um, my response is, well, look, if you don't know, you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not up to me to try and explain that to you. I'm not going to evangelize it uh, to people, but uh, I just I just look at something like that. If it brings you joy and it brings you happiness and it takes away whatever sort of gobbledygook you're dealing with. Yes, I said gobbledygook. I feel like I'm like <laughs> Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> whatever stuff you're dealing with, uh, if it takes you away from that and helps you kind of just stay at your core, the person that you want to be, then whatever that is, you should be going and doing it. I, I get so frustrated. I, I saw a meme the other day and the meme was, it said, stop giving people shit for things they like. Oh, mm-hmm. I agree with that. You know, stop teasing people for what they do. I've got someone that teases me relentlessly, especially on social media, uh-huh. because I am a Star Wars nerd. Oh, I'm wearing a Star Wars hat. I, I was a little worried she was looking at me and going. <laughs> yeah, he's got an R2-D2 shirt and I have a Star Wars logo on my hoodie. I have been a Star Wars nerd since the first movie came out. Mm-hmm. We stood in line at the Center Theater to go see the premiere the showing. Yep, yep, that's where I saw it too. And... Ever since then, I have been a Star Wars nerd and people really literally bash me for it. And it's like, you know what? Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Star Trek, Star Wars for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, other people, Harry Potter. I, I'm not a Harry Potter person, but mm-hmm. I know it has a very, very loyal People fan People love base. it. Lord of the Rings, that's another one. Well, Disney for me, there's so many levels mm-hmm. to it because, uh, you know, I had a very strained relationship with my dad, even at a young age. Yeah. And going to Disneyland, that was like the one time where everything was just always okay. Mm-hmm. Where all of those mm-hmm. kind of those life's what hitches or hangups or whatever, it would always go away. And then that segued into being a teenager and going to grad night and hanging out with all my friends and, and going to do the Disneyland stuff stuff there and then then that just became um something that i did with my my wife and my kid and Mm -hmm. you know even going there it was weird when i was divorced it, during the the span of my life where I was divorced. Uh, for people who don't know, I, I married Shannon, we got divorced, and then we got remarried. So at the time of my life where I was divorced, I would still go to Disneyland because it reminded me of my time when I wasn't divorced. It was mm-hmm. weird. It was just, it's like this very mm-hmm. uh, calming, centering place. And there's another level too, where I look at this uh, very inspirational guy that everyone said was insane for doing, for, for starting Disneyland. Mm-hmm. They called it Walt's Folly and he just knew and he was just resolute. And he's like, I don't care what you guys are going to say. This is something that I firmly believe I can do. And he did. He did it in a year. He built that place in a year. Yeah, I've watched quite that? a few of the documentaries and it just fascinates me. Oh, yeah. What it's he was just, able to accomplish. The guy was just awesome. And so when I go to Disneyland, I look at the marketing behind it. I look mm-hmm. at the branding oh behind it. I look at how hard people work. I've been fortunate enough to work for Disney in a lot of different capacities. They're doing voice work and doing uh, on-camera work and a lot of entertainment-based stuff. Every time I go there, I'm just amazed at how mm. efficient and smooth and how hardworking and how driven and dedicated everybody is. I'm like, whatever it is they're doing, put it in a bottle, give it to the yeah. rest of the world because 
because if everybody did this around the world, everything would be wonderful. I don't you know? think I've ever met a grumpy employee. No. When I'm there, anyone that's treated me bad or treated me in the way where I feel like they hate their job right. or they hate it here. I Everyone is happy mm -hmm. literally all the time. And I love that about it. Yeah. And I think there's just something in the way they, the, the, the work culture there, or, or you know, they, I, I think it goes beyond just selecting certain people. It does. Yeah. It does. You know, they, they, they do train them up and tune them up a certain way, but I've been at Disney when things are going horribly wrong. I mean, horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, I was doing a, uh, uh, it was a broadcast there and the satellites were all jacked up and the mixing board was all jacked up mm. and grad night was going. They could tell I was really stressed. And <laughs> one of the one of the marketing promotions people came over and said, hey, you're you DJ, right? Yep. Great. Why don't you go DJ for the grad night kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the next thing I, I, I just went over and started spinning for the, uh, you know, and when you say for the grad night kids, it's not like it's a high school stomp. That's oh, like no. 40,000 no. people I, that I, you're DJing for. I it went, was great. I went to grad night, but I was not a grad. I was okay. like 14 years old. Oh, wow. My dad knew one of the employees and he goes, I'll get you some passes. Aren't they cool? And, They're so cool. Oh, it, it was the neatest experience. I still remember it to this day. My yep. mom went back to the hotel with my little sisters and me and my brother and my dad hung out all night at Disneyland. Yeah, it isn't was it? the best experience. You'll never forget it. Never. Yeah. And, and see, that's how it was for me as a kid. And then that's how that was for me as a professional. And just seeing how they were looking after me, you know, my morning show is not happening because there's all kinds of screw ups and there's, mm -hmm. you know, I, I knew I had all these other people. And they were like, Chunga, we're just going to put you behind some decks and let you do what you do for a second. And we'll fix it. We'll come get you when it's done. It was it was awesome there. It, it's really it, it's been for me a huge crutch to help me get through really challenging times mm -hmm. in, in my life. Disney's always been that constant. That's good. It's good you to know? have that, though. Yeah, that thing that makes absolutely. You happy. And and same for guitars. You know, guitars have been that way, too. So that, that always helps with the sad. How many guitars did you get this year? <clears throat> this last year? I don't want to talk about it again. <laughs> yes, you do. Actually, I, well, I've been collecting guitars since I was in my uh, early 20s. Mm -hmm. And so there's, you know, there's there's a couple of people that I really admire uh, where I've been able to see their collections and others that collections that I haven't seen, but I follow them from afar. Uh, Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick is mm. a guy that I've known for a long time, and he's got thousands of guitars in his collection. And Kiefer Sutherland is a guy who's got hundreds oh, of guitars. I did not know and, that about Kiefer. Yeah, he, he doesn't play. But he loves to collect them. It, it, so I've just I've just collected them over time. Let me think. How many did I get during the pandemic? Yeah, I oh, feel I'll, like it's a few. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Chandler got more than I did. OK. And Chandler bought really expensive ones. Yes, he did. I bought a couple of expensive ones, but not not nearly as bad as Chandler, who was off the chain this year. <laughs> I think I got five this year. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I'm happy for I, I got two pairs of shoes. Uh. <laughs> well, yeah. Again, and and they're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they're, they're it's a, a guitar collection is, it, well, look, okay, a couple of things. Number one, a guitar collection is a wonderful investment because they actually appreciate. Mm -hmm. They don't depreciate. So over my lifetime, I've had hundreds of them, but a lot of times it'll be like, okay, I want this one and this one. So I'm going to liquidate 10 other ones. That to get. Makes sense. So and it's not like I'm spending a lot of money on a pocket. You're, you're being real strategic about it too. Very much so. Yeah. And uh, I've, a couple of celebrities have given me guitars and that's really kind of where that, um, where that started was collecting celebrity guitars and having them sign them and have a great story. I got a guitar at the radio station one day uh, while it was, it was dead of winter. It actually. And the, again, guitars are a great way to, to cure the sad. Uh, but I got a guitar and it was signed by a couple of country artists and I don't care for country, but the guitar was fantastic. So it was at the radio station. I was like, oh, I have to take this guitar home. This is a great guitar. Okay, go ahead. It's a Gibson. Uh, okay, yeah, go ahead. You can take it home. That's fine. You know, we won't give it away. That's fine, Chuck. You, you take it home. Mm. So I took it home. I'm just playing it. It's great. And then I came up with this idea. I was like, you know what? Chandler's like three 
And I thought, well, I've, I've got these signatures on. I don't even know who they are. I don't care. Um, it's probably some no-name band that's going to be gone <laughs> in 10 minutes anyway. So I gave Chandler a Sharpie, a handful of like different colored Sharpies, and said, here, I want you to draw on this. <laughs> So he traced his hand and he drew all these pictures of me and him and he's three. So it's just all these scribbles. And then I colored in his handprint and did all this kind of, and there was just nonsense all over the top of this Gibson guitar. And I thought, I'm just going to save this forever. This is great. Well, like two, three days later, I get this call. Hey, Chunga, can you bring that guitar back? I was like, what? <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You want me to bring the guitar? Yeah, we need, we, we screwed up. Um, uh, I thought I was giving you a different guitar. That guitar is a very limited edition Gibson guitar that's signed by Brooks and Dunn. Oh my that, gosh. Uh, that we got from the record label. I was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. That's. <laughs> <laughs> so what I it's thought was even like special three, edition now. I thought it was, I, I seriously, it was a Gibson guitar but i thought it was a lower end gibson there are no cheap gibson guitars but i thought it was a lower end gibson guitar right. as it turns out it was like a twenty eight hundred dollar oh, gibson guitar <laughs> that was signed by brooks and dunn and could very easily be in the hard rock hotel like the kurt cobain guitar oh, was back wow. in the day or whatever and i said guys uh I'm really sorry. <laughs> you can't have it back. Here's what I did. They were like, okay. You're like, it's mine uh, now. I, I, it's, it's, we, they never gave me another guitar, which is weird. They didn't give me another one after that. I mean, go figure. <laughs> they They're like, we need to hold this for at least yeah. a week. Yep. Yep, exactly. Let's make sure we don't need this back this time. Yeah, so guitars have been, uh, especially during the pandemic, has been great. It's uh, Greg. In fact, we, we had yep. him on over Thanksgiving and he Greg was talking Haskell. about how he was getting back into it as well. Yeah, and he is... Uh, um, I love know. his lives on Facebook that he does playing the guitar. Oh, isn't that cool? His streams? Yeah, his go live. Can yeah. I just tell you, I mean, you talk about a guy that deals with sad. I mean, that guy's got it like what mm -hmm. I have like times 20. I yeah, mean, he really he battles it. And for Greg to get on Facebook mm -hmm. with a guitar and do a live stream, I mean, that takes some huevos. It does. Know, for him and to do that. And I love it. That's actually how he and I met was he had posted on Facebook. We'd been friends because we knew each other through the show, but yeah. that's how we became really good friends is because he was talking about sad. And I messaged him and said, you know, I oh, suffer right? from it too. Oh, okay. And he and I got talking and we discussed some things that worked for each one of us and some things that didn't work. And that's yeah. how we became friends. But you're right yeah. for him to do that. I mean, Oh, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I try not to miss any of them that he does. And, and when we, he and I talked about it and I thought, I, I said, look, do please do more, mm -hmm. do more of those. I think it's I think it's uh, as as much fun as I have watching them mm -hmm. and everybody else because it's it's people jump on immediately. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, right they see there. it. Yeah, I think it's very beneficial for him to be doing that. Oh so. yeah, he needs to not worry about who's watching or not watching. Mm -hmm. Just get on and do it because you want to do it. Yeah, and, and I think that's been great for him. Yeah, and as a guitar player, someone who's played since I was in the eighth grade, uh, putting a camera in front of you while you're playing guitar, all of a sudden you don't know how to play. It's the weirdest thing ever. So uh, I, I think I think that's great for him. No, I'm, yeah. Yeah. What do you do, Ange? Because I know you get it too. Uh, I do get it. Um, I'm like you. I over plan yeah. and I over prepare myself. I, I do go so far as to tell my husband, hey, if I'm having a bad weekend, we need to get away. Yeah. For a couple of days. Yeah. And here, maybe the reason it hasn't been so bad for me this year is our lack of snow and inversion this year. I, I think that's part of it. Yeah. The sunlight has been around more. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was huge to get up to like Park City or up away above the, above the, the crap. Yeah. yeah. I got back into photography. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I, I absolutely love it. I, I'm an old school do you have a Do you have a, like a social page with your photography I on it? I don't. I, saw, I see what that. Castle does, and I'm like, I should do something for fun. You absolutely should. I love doing it for fun. I'm an old school one. I used to do the dark rooms and the developing. Oh, wow. So yeah, yeah. to digital has been a little different for me mm-hmm. to learning it. And I just actually had surgery on my eye on Thursday to get my vision corrected. And now that my vision's back... Oh, I'm excited to get back out there and do more. Oh, I it. need to see. I haven't seen any of your work. I know. I, I would love should. to. I would love. To, I need to. I need to see that. I should probably get back into it. What about you, Ian? I don't get seasonal as much. I'm with you guys in keeping busy. I mm-hmm. I know if I let myself, and we we've talked about this a few times. If I get into lulls, that's that's when the demons take mm-hmm. over. It's true, and, yeah. and it gets really dark. Also, just being outside, I take the dogs a couple times a day on their walks to get outside, mm-hmm. and just just be outside to try and get vitamin D as much from the that's sun. Huge, yeah. I also started taking vitamin D. I went to the doctor a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and she did a blood panel and she goes your vitamin d is non-existent yeah well that's a big factor that's that's probably the biggest factor my doctor put me on it years ago too and i just pop one each morning and yep and it's i'm actually back to where i should be normally it's taken about a year and a half for my body to readjust and and Mm -hmm. absorb it the way it needs to but now i find just those things alone help me Mm -hmm. very much be in a better mood than what i used to be yeah he used to be a bastard He was <laughs> used to be. No, he was. He would. I, I remember going through that with you, and it would basically be you and me sitting around at like Burger King, sneering at each other. <laughs> man, but uh, but, but it, that Hershey pie. Oh man, that yeah. No, hey, I, I love that. You know, one thing that I I've, I do trick myself though, and I I do need to get outside more because um, during the winter months, uh, I'm like my friend Robert. I don't go outside, but what I do do, and I do it to the point where I'm surprised when I do go outside. I'm kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. So I'll close every blind in the house, and then I'll put on like YouTube Las Vegas walkthroughs or Hawaii, a, yeah, a beach so in Hawaii, and I'll have them on TVs all through my house. And I'll have like some cool old lounge, you know, dance music or something going. And I'll just keep that on all the time. And so where you're working from home, I'm writing or whatever. All I have around me is just sunny, sunshiny kind of. And then I'll go outside for one time every two weeks or whatever it is. And I'll be like, whoa. You know, everything's dead. What the hell? Mm-hmm. What, you, you know, it really it really is a bit of a shock, but I do think it's good for me to go outside as well. Well, it's kind of like, I can't remember which Marvel movie it was, but Sam Jackson's is Nick Fury character. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting there mm-hmm. on a beach drinking his drink. I think it was Spider- it's Spider-Man. It was. Like, it fades away and it was a hologram type thing. And he's walking out and he's in his capri pants. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. back to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I, I mean, that's very much the case. I went from March until uh, last last March with the pandemic until I think it was when I came over here to do this episode the last time without wearing mm-hmm. pants. I just had on jammies or shorts. <laughs> just never wore pants except for Allison's wedding. Allison, uh, Allison Fairbanks, who got married. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to Allison Fairbanks and, and uh, didn't uh, didn't wear pants at all. So I, I really that's something that I need to challenge myself to do more. But right now where everything's dead and it's an exceptionally gloomy day today, I, I walked yeah. outside and I was just like, Fudge. <laughs> I found it. I found it ironic that we were getting together to talk about sad today, and all of a sudden the weather changed to this dark, this gloomy, crappy, crappy yeah. weather. And I was like, "Well, that sucks." Because we've had kind of a California <laughs> winter. Really it's been a weird, uh, it's weird been winter, nice, right? Yeah, it's been really nice. And I got more snow down at my house than you guys got up here. So oh, yeah. you got more snow in Utah mm-hmm. County. Oh yeah, really Lehigh especially. Yeah, we oh, woke well. up and I think there was about an inch. Yeah, this morning when we got up and. 
within a couple hours. On the, on the mean dry. streets of daybreak, we didn't have anything. Really? <laughs> so no, it was like a skiff and it went it went away almost instantly. You, you didn't get that daybreak lake. No, because it can now. be really bad. Last year I was, you mm-hmm. know, I was up to my eyeballs all for like for months, but nothing this year. Yeah, it's been really I'm bad. a little nervous that we're gonna get like a Wham. April Just horrible month where if, the snow. If, if we can wait till April, I'm stoked. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> Let's do that. Um, no, I, I, uh, I do think that if if people one thing, can I just say something? I don't want to get too preachy, but I think there's a lot of things out there with regard to sad that are you know people do these light therapy things. Mm-hmm. They do from they may work for you. For me, it, none of that worked. It no. didn't do a damn bit of good for me. No. For me, it's more about just uh, being so busy that I can't really think about it. It's true. That's a bigger thing. No time me. to wallow. Yes. In that whole, mm-hmm. I'm sad. I'm just going to be sad. I'm not going to get up. I'm not going to get off yeah. the couch. I'm not going to finding something, you know, I'm going to focus on this and then I'm going to mm-hmm. focus on this and just having those projects lined up and those different things. Well, and that, that was, you can yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and that was me going into, into this winter. You know, I prepared myself. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is, you're going to eat this. This yeah. is really, you, you have the pandemic and you have sad coming up. <laughs> uh, what are you going to do about it? So I had all of these things, you know, I want to expand Radio Ronin. I want to do all this different stuff. I want to learn all of these different production techniques for bash music and figure out a way to, to put bash music on YouTube mm-hmm. or, or on Facebook so everybody can see it. And there's a lot of work and logistics that go into that. You know, I've made tremendous strides mm-hmm. because I've been so focused on doing that and and I haven't really even looked up and it's already almost the end of January. I know. I can't believe it. has been gone. Fast, I, fast, fast. Yeah. Been a funky month because we've all texted each other and been like, ah, I just, eh, yep. Eh. But it's <laughs> it's gone by so quick and mm-hmm. it's, I think because we're legitimately all busy. Mm-hmm. Can I ask though, when are they going to get rid of that damn daylight savings thing? Why oh don't they God. just do I thought that later? was happening. I thought it was done. I thought this year they weren't going to do daylight savings Doesn't this year. Congress have to pass it. I have yeah, no I, idea. I, don't I know thought it was a state by state thing, but I guess it is. Well, from what I understand, four states within the time zone have to agree to the change. Mm. So and they have to vote on and it. They have to vote on it. And, and that goes to, back to DC, correct? Right? And that's okay. how it works. So while we pass it, Arizona would have to pass it. Colorado, some other. People in our time zone would have to pass it as well. And then it goes back to Congress because I looked it up. I'm like, why is this? Not- well, if we offer them, I don't know, fry sauce or honey <laughs> butter <laughs> or sauce something. and hugs. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> Green jello. I'll have to look at I don't know if this is for sure, but I thought all four states did it. They may have. I honestly did not look. Oh, OK, we'll have to, but, you know, somebody, I'm, I'm somebody can check you. out and let us know. I, I want it gone i i don't like it it'd be very helpful i think for people mm-hmm. yeah i don't like it either i i love fall like fall oh no it, fall's beautiful the hoodies mm-hmm. all of it mm-hmm. and i think we're all on that mm-hmm. boat but mm-hmm. man it starts going Ugh. november comes Ugh. and you're just like the christmas lights come down and i'm a dick oh you know for the for the until until the snow melts you know or until the leaves start coming back it's really daylight savings it is for me. it's the, the dark at 4 30 in the afternoon you're yeah. like really <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, I haven't even exactly. had time to be outside doing anything yet today, and it's already dark. Yeah. And that gloom just sets into your house and everything. So uh, we just need it to be light just a little bit longer. Uh, bit. Even you saying that kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> We're having bread night at my house tonight. So Are you I'm really? really excited. Bread night. So, yeah, we get together with my kids, mm-hmm. grandkids, and we bring all things bread to eat. And Carbs. We, we carb up like. <laughs> Like a mother, mm. you know what? <laughs> mm. I love it. Like garlic bread with cheese bread all night. over it. Bread that night. sounds amazing. You know, we just did it as a joke one year because uh-huh. we had all just 
completely done keto and been like, I am done with keto. That will mm. never, you know, and I know it works for you, Ian, but I was just done. <laughs> Angela, let's talk for a minute. Don't those keto people suck? They do suck. <laughs> What's up with that? Hey, wh- I mean, whatever works. It worked. Yeah, you lost how many, like 90 pounds? So so last year I lost 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now I did put about nine of those back on between mm-hmm. Thanksgiving yeah, and now. It's the holidays. But I'll tell you what, it was the best carbs in the world. <laughs> I can do that in one movie. Yeah, I <laughs> like showed watching up. watching one movie, I could do that. I showed up to go to do the podcast and Ian had a lasagna in the oven. He's like, we're having hey. carbs. <laughs> nice. He makes a very good lasagna. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Really? Okay. That's well, one of know. my favorite things in the world to make. Yeah. That's. I think that might be a new thing. I get to come over. I get treats. Like I I'm... quench it. I got to quench it. Diet Coke and lime, and which is did. wonderful. You did. And and uh, I should have brought cookies. I'm sorry. <laughs> slip it. You slip it. And Ian's drink is definitely not keto friendly. No. No. Yeah. I, I've got cheesecake in mine. Do you got really? Cheesecake, cheesecake flavoring. It, wow. It's called that's a twisted a, sister. That's it. He is a twisted sister, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's got yeah. cheesecake, cherry, cream. So so when do you guys start coming out of this uh, sad stuff? Is it daylight savings for you, Angela? Is that what it you is said? daylight savings for What me. about you? For me, I uh, winter been so busy. I, mm-hmm. I don't notice seasonal all that much. Mm-hmm. But I used to be a very depressed person in general. Yeah. And something... And You, you and I would have long talks oh, about it. Long, long. Because I'd come over to the studio in the morning and mm-hmm. we'd, I, four hours had passed like that. Mm-hmm. But I, a lot of it was restructuring my life. Also, the people I had myself around. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of people out of that. I think February, March. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because... I. We used to do the parties, yeah. and and that was I mean this who's time your, who's was, your patty and oh, suck at Valentine's yes. and can, yeah those are can right. Can we not discuss who's your patty? <laughs> that oh, that's the one you got roofied that's when, at. When I tried to pants you, Chunga, she tried to pull down my pants while I was playing. <laughs> stage. To be fair, she does that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I didn't really think much of it. I was like, it's just Angela. It's like, oh, Angela. Okay, well, it wasn't until she was uh, she was on the dance floor, and face down. <laughs> Oh man! Face down right, on the right, ground, right. ass in the air, like you could park a bike there. And, oh. and I was like, I think there's something really wrong. Yeah. yeah. Again, let's not discuss who's your bad. That's that was a bad night. That was a bad night. It was not lucky, that's for sure. <laughs> no, for anyone. I blame no. Ian. Uh, yeah, the shows. The shows are. are the shows were fun. awesome, though. You did a good job. I, that's why Bash has been so wonderful. Uh, honestly, yeah. that is a huge pick me up every week. And I, I hope so. I, I share with people as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of people who are like, why haven't you told me about this sooner? I'm like, I've been posting I this post stuff it. since it started. It's on our story on Insta. It's on our stories on Facebook. I mean, we yeah. post it to everybody. Well, here's what I think happens. So Bash Music is this thing that we do Saturday night. We used to do it back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it was popular. Oh, and it, was. It, it, it had it had a very large audience. But we we just kind of went, well, let's, let's give this a break. And nobody really complained when we took it off. But we brought it back just on a way with Shannon. The, yeah, it was Shannon. Shannon was like, you know something? She was looking on Facebook and she was going through the Ronin feed. And she goes, you know what I think? Uh, Chandler and I were literally sitting on the couch playing video games. Just kind of <laughs> like, the. And this was, I think, last March or April. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think you guys need to bring Bash Music back. And I said, oh, when are you thinking of doing this? She goes, right now. Oh, wait, it, it oh, wasn't very, like very now, much now? of a notice. No, in fact, she said, put out a thing on Facebook and see if people want to show up and listen. So it was, you know, I can't, I take no credit for it. It was Shannon. So I put a thing out on Facebook and said, hey, do you guys want us to spin for a couple hours and just do this? And we had thousands of people show up in mm-hmm. with no notice. Oh, yeah. 
And now it's it's a weekly thing. And uh, I I kind of I told Chandler, I said, I think Shan wanted this for therapy for you and me more than anything. Mm -hmm. But there's not a week that goes by that I don't have multiple people. uh, Very teary, emotional responses saying you have no idea what bash music is doing for me. So I, I think when you guys do the post, I think it's easy for people to overlook and go, well, it's just Chunga and Joey and Chandler DJing. It's so much um, more though. No, it's a, it's a whole community mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a community full of people that are, some people are just horribly, horribly introverted and mm-hmm. they have found their voice inside the chat box that we do yeah, at Bash. You can so. listen or, and you can also listen and chat, which I recommend even if you've never been in the chat, jump in and just say hi to people. You'll love it in there. Yeah. So the, the, we, we have this rule about the chat, which is like, there's no negativity in the chat. I don't, nope. I don't know if you've noticed that and it's yep. not really enforced. I don't think it needs, it's, it's like, it's like think there's good culture. Yeah. It's self-policing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, people know what to expect. We tell everybody, look, if you're looking for a place to be loved, if you're looking for a place to just have a lot of positive, mm-hmm. you know, good vibes and fun energy and to be accepted regardless of anything that's going on in the world bash is the place to go Mm -hmm. and so we'll see people they'll hop in and they'll just say something really simple like hi you guys and it's a flood of Of people people. saying hey Hey. welcome we haven't seen you before and (laughs) um and i think it's uh i think it's a a really really special thing in fact i think bash music when they unplug my jazzy and they wheel me (laughs) away from the microphone and the dj stuff and and i'm old and i'm I'm just kind of sitting around watching family feud all day Uh, I think bash music might be the thing that I'm the most proud of out of all of this, because I think it's helping the most people. I, I, I really do. The mental image I get when I'm looking at the chat in bash mm-hmm. and, and just the the family, because it is a huge family it and is. it grows every week it yeah. is honestly, I could see it being like the video for love shack. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that really is just the cross section of it people we true. have in there. It, it's, it's very eclectic. Um, and and that's exactly how we want it. We have very conservative, very religious people, mm-hmm. and we have the exact opposite. Yep. And there's no friction or dynamic there. It's just like, hey, I'm glad you're here. And it's been this um, just just a, this amazing exper- experiment and experience. And I hope it, it really is a labor of love. And I hope people want to go check it out because a lot of people come in there thinking, oh, it's going to be a bunch of techno music. They're really surprised mm-hmm. by what they what they get, especially yeah. this year with the pandemic, because no one is releasing any music. No, because they don't, they're not capitalizing on it. So they're making music, but they're just keeping it in the can and they're not putting it out. But that's created incredible challenges for Chandler and for Joey and myself, mm-hmm. because we don't have anything new so if you go listen to bash music and really really pay attention to it we're mixing on the fly we're Mm -hmm. composing as we go and a lot of times we have to use a lot of the same kind of stuff so we're delving into classic rock and heavy metal and you know 80s pop and 80s synth pop and new wave and and there's a lot of different musical instruments or er, influences excuse me a lot of different musical instru- influences that are thrown in there that we have to we now have to make something i still know? think one of my favorite shows was the 70s one you guys did yeah yeah oh, that's that studio one. Yeah. 54 night yeah studio 54 night that was, was you guys like that one. Oh, loved we it we should do it again i was i was out on my deck in my gold lame dress <laughs> and my flashing lights oh 
Now, just don't act like that is not just a Thursday night at Angie's house, <laughs> well, yeah, though. Because so. we know that we know better. Well, the sad um, thing is, I meant to invite Georgianne out over because oh, yeah. she just lives up the street from me. Georgianne Tate yeah. is like Angela and Ian and Georgianne. They're like bash royalty. <laughs> yeah, they're and, in the uh, and in the Cindy chat. said if I ever invite Georgianne over and not her, that she'll shank me. Yes. So <laughs> she means it. <laughs> she does mean it. She, She's she, scary. Yeah, so we have this, <laughs> we'll do it. We have uh, we have uh, a good friend of ours who is. <laughs> Uh, just a, she's she's my spirit animal. She really is. <laughs> she is. Cindy Cindy Garrett, and oh, she we call her the person. Queen of Bash, and she kind of holds court in that chat. She does. Uh, she is in charge. And when she's, I, I she's love not just there. poking at her though, <laughs> and just to get her going. When she's not there, it's noticeable. Yes, it is. You notice the minute Cindy's in there, everyone kind of surrounds yeah. her, and yeah, like, like the last Queen Bee, right? And she is very much so. So for people who have never checked it out before, so that you know, this uh, the chat box is really that's what we call it. It's just a chat room, but uh, you can stream the sets that are that are happening live, mm-hmm. and everybody comments and and just talks about whatever while they're in there. And we usually get. Um, you know, we it's it's under one percent of the sum total of the listening audience yeah. that's in there. It's actually a small amount of people versus how many, however many people are listening around the world. But the we're always in the multiples of thousands in terms of comments. Oh, it's crazy! Uh, by the time we're done, but it goes so, so much fast. fun. Yeah, and uh, and it's impossible. I dare say it's impossible to come away feeling like you're unappreciated, uh, unappreciated by a lot of people, and it's impossible to come away from this not being in a good mood. No, I, I, I just throw that. it on my because I've got a little Sonos speaker, mm-hmm. and I throw it up on that, mm-hmm. and I'll yep. just sit there and either be reading on my computer or my phone the chat. It's so hard to keep up because it moves so quick. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Yeah, we love it. it. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's definitely a labor of love and. And nothing makes me happier than to, um, because we're, you know, it's really, really hard to DJ when you don't have, you can't read the room. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. You oh. know, so we, we rely on you the don't chat know box. Who's moving. No idea. So it means so much to me. Like Angela sent a picture and it was her and, and her kids and her grandkids <laughs> and they all had glow sticks and they were raving in their, in their living room. Uh, and I get a lot of those where people yes. will post pictures and it's, and it's uh, a bunch of kids or it's a bunch of teenage girls or um, there was a big, it got shut down by the police. There was a big LA oh. beach rave that was going on and they were piping and bash music out on the beach. I think it was, I want to say it was Manhattan beach. It could have always oh, mission beach. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah, I think it was mission. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Uh, mission beaches in San Diego it was somewhere in LA. Yeah. And they had a huge thing going uh, with motor homes and they I remember big the guy was like, fire. we're getting kicked out. <laughs> yeah. And rich is his name. He said that and he goes, Hey, we had this huge thing going and LAPD shut us down and we're so bummed. And then I heard from other people that were further down in other beaches, like we're doing the same thing. We're, we're, you know, we're booming this off of my balcony and people are dancing out on the beach. And I, I think the world needs that right now. Music, oh, musicals, awesome, or mu- yeah. musical. Music is such an awesome mm-hmm. therapy. A lot of what I know, you, you were the one that introduced me to EDM. Yeah. Yeah. And that kind of started me into other areas of music that I never listened to before. Right. And and that's and you still do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people have this weird hang up. Did you have this hang up when I was basically forcing you to come to my shows? <laughs> you didn't force me. I came willingly. <laughs> Angela, please come to my shows. <laughs> no, I was a Vegas club girl. I oh, you loved, were? Okay. I used to love to go to Vegas clubs, but okay. your stuff was just 
it it spoke to me. I don't know. I'm not just saying that because you're here. Thank as you. A guest, but no, I, I believe. Um, that. No, I love EDM. I absolutely love it. And you guys do it right. Well, thanks. Yeah, we we try to make it thing that is familiar to people. So it's not just a bunch of music that's, you know, robots having sex or something. Well, and yeah, it, you just don't have your iPod and push play. No, and <laughs> no. They are mixing it. They are sweating, mixing it soaked. live. <laughs> soaked. I actually weighed myself. Um, last summer <laughs> and I lost nine pounds Wow! in one bash set. Yeah. Cause it was just, it's really intense, well, man. It's and, and really I remember scary. going to your shows mm-hmm. and watching and, mm-hmm. and just yeah. watching you up there was, it's crazy. I, it's exhausting. Just watching that. But. I say it's like, it's like playing uh, piano and drums at the same time. But in addition to playing dr- drums and piano at the same time, you're also doing that thing like they used to do on the variety shows where you would have a stick and you twirl a plate. <laughs> yep. So you're playing drums and piano and twirling plates on a stick all at the same time. And it takes a lot of practice in it. And it takes a, a, an awful lot of, um, it's a very perishable skill. So we have to practice all the time, yeah. uh, but it's so worth it to anyone who says, well, I don't listen to dance music give it a shot you know just get, I don't, know give it I don't like it, I, it yeah it's it's familiar tunes yep. mixed in different ways and it makes it fun because you never know what to expect next what's coming next mm-hmm. what song's coming on next how are they going to change this up it's really awesome yeah it's well thank you i i think it's uh, i think it's fun in in a typical one hour set i'll go through almost 200 different musical elements mm-hmm. I believe in, that yeah. in one hour time. And, you know, the, I think the last, uh, it wasn't this last show, but the show before, I think it was Queen and Aerosmith mm-hmm. and the Doobie Brothers and Pet Shop Boys and Bananarama mm-hmm. and Prince was in there. And a lot of times you're just looping a guitar, you know, some sort of cold guitar acapella part that's like from Little Red Corvette. Nobody knows what it is, but it becomes a new thing mm-hmm. unto itself. Yeah, you which know? is really awesome. And it's, so it's fun. A lot of people listen, trying to hear the different elements and to hear, you know, how much different stuff is going on at any given time. And some people will say, oh, I know what that's from. <laughs> you know, I get what that loop's from. Uh, so there's a lot of different elements to it. It's almost like a, you know, kind of like a Husker Do game or a Where's Waldo <laughs> game, coupled with the fact that you're just shooting the shit with everybody in the chat box. Yeah, it's always fun. I can talk about time. it forever, clearly. Oh, sorry. But <laughs> it, it's, been, it's been a huge, it's been a thing for sad for me, and, I, and I'm hoping a lot of other people. And, and that's where we were going with it. Just I, ways I think, that you cope and you're helping other people yeah. cope. I, I yeah. think for... I just based on what I see others post, mm-hmm. be it in social media or the chat, mm-hmm. it really is a huge therapy piece for them as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. And it's and I've loved to see all the folks that are taking on new hobbies. So like mm-hmm. Angie getting back into photography, and she yep. mentioned guitar as well. Mm-hmm. Are you, Greg you, you came started? Over. Um, well, I used to play acoustic guitar. I actually mm-hmm. started in eighth grade. Weird. Oh, wow. We're, we're wow. the same age. Twins. Kinda, yeah, well, we always have been. Right. Sometimes some of the things you say, I'm like, he's going to think I'm making this up. But that exact <laughs> same thing no, that's that, happened to me that's growing that, up. That, definitely that connection for <laughs> yeah, sure. Right? For yeah. sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I'm getting my electric guitar and I'm going to start learning it. Are you that. now? So I got to learn okay, the well, chords Okay, well, I expect again. a lot of calls. Okay. Oh, it's going to happen because I'm going to be like, okay, I need help. <laughs> well, the the, the, the the big thing with guitar, there's a lot of people. In fact, um, I did, we did a, a show about it. Uh-huh. Guitar sales have gone through the roof throughout the pandemic. Yeah, a there's lot of a wait list for some of them. And yeah. 80% of all guitar sales right now are female. So a lot of women are like, okay, this is, I need, I just need to do something different with my life. And I'm real curious to thing. see where the music will go with that too. Oh, yeah. Because I think that's going to create a whole new sound in music. 
by yeah. that happening. Check out Shannon. Shannon O'Callaghan is her name. She's in Nashville. Young mm-hmm. kid. She's amazing. I'll have to look mm-hmm. that There's up. There's so many young guitar players. You're going to see, because of the pandemic, I would say two years from now, you're going to see this wave of music. Jude Smith and Shannon O'Callaghan. Hmm. And they're two kids that basically just dropped out of college. They live in Nashville, and they make incredible music. I it's see, I it's just it awesome. Yeah, I, I, I can't get enough of these kids. Good, good stuff. What what else have you done, Ange? Oh, geez. like like honestly, you you guys are affected by it so much more than I am. Um, hmm. let's and I, but I think a lot of it's just I've made changes in my life. But I know, Ange, it really used to hit you hard. It used to hit me hard. I just think honestly, the key for me is just planning ahead and knowing mm-hmm. it's coming and having things like I like to write. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. actually written a book. I've written another one that's almost done. It, to me, that's a creative outlet. And it's mostly late at night when everyone's in bed. Well, just I just so you know, sit there. It's they're, not, they're Harlequin romance they novels. They are not so. Harlequin romance novels. Like nice with time. Fabio on the cover. <laughs> one of them's a sci-fi, Ian. <laughs> is, it a, is it an erotic sci-fi? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what I was going to say. <laughs> and just like, we don't want the explicit label. <laughs> Nobody does that better than Greg. Yeah. This is your last warning. Yeah. This is an explicit episode in three, <laughs> two, two. You one. have been warned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's my advice to anyone who deals with uh-huh. this is just uh, plan for it. Know it's going to be there. Know yeah. it's biological, perhaps a little psychological. It and can be, be. being able to recognize that. I think that for yeah. me, that's the biggest, hardest thing is when I'm in that space or when uh-huh. I've started to kind of tick down a little bit, being able to recognize, okay, the sky is not falling. No. There are no problems. This is your perception and it's brought on by sad and you need to do something to, to alter that. It's really embarrassing. I'm, I'm really embarrassed to say this, but it took me a long time uh-huh. to well, get I- to the point where I could realize, okay, this is you. This isn't everything around you this is you you need to do something about it well and you you've been talking about this a lot lately on ronin Mm -hmm. but i think we are are moving in the right direction we need to acknowledge that when when you say there's something wrong with me is depression is always kind i I remember back in the 90s -hmm. especially depression had such a stigma and what's wrong with you and Dude, that's take when, your Prozac. Remember, that, everybody yeah. said, "Dude, that, we you know take your Prozac." That's when I was first diagnosed. Was back in the nineties. Okay, and so I, way before I, I was. Yeah, so. I well, not with sad, with just depression. Oh, in mm-hmm. general. Okay, and then we realized it was hitting certain time of the year more than mm. another. It just wasn't mm-hmm. super diagnosed back then. They no. didn't understand the relevancy of the changing of seasons and right. like a sunlight. But it was such a stigma. I never talked about it. In fact, most people that knew me back then would be like, you did yeah. because you just didn't talk about it. You put on a no. happy face and you went mm-hmm. out and you dealt with it and you cried in silence and you mm-hmm. didn't t- talk about it. But Well, and it's an interesting kind of depression because I think a lot of people have this image, like when somebody says that they're dealing with that sort of thing, especially someone that, that, that makes people laugh for a living. Uh-huh. That they think the, the the pendulum swings so far the other way, like you're sitting around in a dingy hotel, naked with like a bottle of gin and a handgun. Not how you know, you're just you're just <laughs> well, you're two just, out of three. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's not the way it works. It's just you're just not motivated. You sit around on the couch a lot. You're not in the best of moods. You're you're more edgy. Your productivity is off. Mm-hmm. You lose interest um, in things you normally you're like. Super apathetic, and you yeah. become detached from people. And then all of a sudden, it starts warming up, and uh, you're just like well, geez, I need to kind of get back into the world yeah. again. And you start just yeah. kind of functioning again. You know, it's a, I think it's a, I think it's normal for most people. I mean, we're mammals, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we have an instinct to for hibernate sure. and just kind of stay put. And With me, um, with me, it was, it's more 
it's not the crying and overwhelming sadness all the time. It's a lack of emotion. Yeah. Completely. You yeah. go numb. Uh, you do. You that, go completely, me. completely yeah. numb. And again, apathetic to everything around you. You just don't care. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm You're not like, going to try. I don't yeah. Care. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you want to go to the mall? Nah. nah uh, not really. Uh, you, want, you want to go out to dinner? Okay, I'll go. <laughs> but you just. Really the better to. part, yeah. ask Ange what she wants for dinner. What you have, what? <laughs> well, whoa. She'll, she'll be over there I don't know. That was a personal No, that's Chris. That's my husband. Really? Literally. What do you want for dinner? I don't care. Whatever you want. Like that, That's we, not helping me. Okay. Here's your suggestions. You choose one. And Pick will, one of these three. He's one of those ones you go out to eat with, and he will have to peruse the menu for mm. like hours. Mm. I'm just like, pick a pick an item. Just pick spaghetti. an item. Just get, get the damn spaghetti. You want chicken? Just get it. <laughs> <laughs> try the chicken. It's phenomenal. So yeah. Anyway, with this, be warned. You know, mm -hmm. a lot, if you do the, a lot of those lights and stuff like that, I think a lot of that. I mean, if it works for you, great. It um, never ever worked. It didn't work for you. Nope. It, it it certainly didn't work for me. I think it's a lot of hooey. Actually, in fact, I had a. I'm going through my basement and just kind of you know <laughs> clearing out the the extra stuff, and I found like ten of these <laughs> these different lights. And Chandler goes, "Does that work?" I'm like, "No, no. <laughs> like all no. the way no." <laughs> and Chandler then repurposed them for lights for bash. Yeah, for for so. bash, no, that's exactly yeah, for right. me. Vitamin D was a huge mm -hmm. help turner. I'm gonna have to. I'm not doing that. In fact, I, I largely focus on just habitual and learned responses to, right. to different things. Right. But I think uh, I should probably maybe supplement that with some vitamin D. I think so. My doctor has me up it. As mm -hmm. fall comes, I up how much I oh, take. Oh, yeah. As, and then, as fall comes on. Yeah. And mm. that way it's upping it in my system. So it's already there and it's already mm -hmm. high levels. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, you know, mm. letting that lull kind of kick in from the lack of sunlight. So, oh, and that was stuff. one thing that I suggested to Greg that helped Greg was he does the vitamin he, D. He has done better. Mm hmm. You know, Greg, I worry, man. If I don't talk to Greg for a couple of days, I start I getting worried. If I don't see so. posts on social media or something like Greg. Yeah, dude, everything good? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. What? Well, oh, I think. Okay, nothing. Well, I think all three of us are huge advocates for mm -hmm. Dr. Matt, who we know. Yep. And great guy. You know, engage with a therapist or, or some sort of mm -hmm, professional if sure. you're feeling these things. Mm -hmm. There's there's nothing wrong with doing nope. that. And can I just tell you, you, A, you're absolutely right. And I'm glad you said that because uh, when Dr. Matt wanted to come on the radio show back in the day, he, he said, hey, I want to come in and do a segment on your show. I didn't know Dr. Matt. And my first response is, well, no. <laughs> um, I don't, I, you know, I just don't see it. And so he said, just let meet with me for five minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he comes down to the radio station and he sits down and he says, this is my elevator pitch to you. He goes, and it's just one sentence. You're not crazy. You just think you are. Everyone else has the same problems that you do. And I thought about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. He said, everybody comes to me thinking they're crazy. They'll sit down with me and they'll say, here's this. And he goes, yeah, everybody deals with this. People tend to individualize their problems mm -hmm. a lot. Agreed. And they, they, they individualize their emotions and they don't stop to think for a second. Oh, this is, you know, this, I do this with a lot of things like, oh man, my cable's out. What am I going to do? How are they going to do this? How are they going to, it's like, well, everybody has their cable go out. They uh -huh. deal with this all the time. It's not like you're, you're launching missiles here. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? Uh, and, and it's the same thing with psychology. A lot of people, it would be, I think much better off if they just talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I a lot of times that. it's just, hey, look, you know what, what, here's what, this is what you're experiencing. 90% of the population goes through this. You just don't know it because everyone has their happy face on Correct. when they go outside. And this is a, a very common thing that people go through. And that was one of the things, it was humiliating for me because I was diagnosed on the air. 
uh, I put it out there for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of telling everybody what my moods were and telling everybody what my temperament was and uh, went through the whole thing for the sake that maybe this will this will maybe help somebody, mm -hmm. you know, and I uh, what it ended up doing was helping me. You know, more than anything, because I thought Dr. Matt was going to go, you know, stop being a puss. <laughs> go outside, get some OJ. Uh, but no, he didn't. He was like, no, you you actually have some, you know, pretty hefty depression issue uh, in the wintertime. So let's mm. get that fixed. Yeah. And it is fixable. And yeah, very, very much so. The past couple of years have not been great uh, in the winter months, but this year has been better. It's definitely been the best year in a long time. Oh, it's been far better for me. And this maybe year, yeah. that's just more, like you said, maturity focused on different things. Being able to and, recognize yeah, it. Or, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Either that or it just hasn't snowed, so it hasn't been that bad. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've said that, yeah. we are in for a bad few weeks. You're, you're going to make so many people along the Wasatch Front <laughs> happy now. Fault. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We need the moisture. <laughs> we oh. need the moisture. Can we please? Can we hashtag we need the moisture? <laughs> I think we do. Just to see. It's, it'll be a great experiment. Stop, stop it. Just quit it. We want to thank you for yes. coming in here. Thanks for thank having you. me. I, I hope I hope you have me back. Oh, of I, course. It's, it's always fun to see you guys. So We have enjoyed having the whole Ronan family over, but... Mm -hmm. Again, we, we try to be respectful of your time just because we know how busy you are. Yes. It's been it's been great. But yeah, it's uh, nuts. But you guys say, hey, look, if you guys say jump, I jump. It may he take does. a minute. That's true. <laughs> he does. But yeah, uh, have me on again, please. 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 We love having you over here. We do get phenomenal response when you come over. Uh, I'm number eight. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Out of 40. Out of 40 okay, episodes. Okay, I guess it's all right. That's yeah, pretty I guess good. Right. I have to beat Spencer, at least. <laughs> we we kind of wanted to make an announcement to our listeners. Yes. Yes. That we shared with you. Yep. I'm, I know. We're, we're encroaching upon a year for us already. Almost. Happy anniversary, by the way. Oh, thank you. We're excited. I wanted to say it right at the beginning of the show, but I didn't know if you were making it public or not. So, you know, so I, didn't, I didn't say anything. We asked Mr. Ronan, the, oh, the man that is Mr. Ronan. <laughs> oh, boy. Angie and I have been talking and we're getting ready to hit a year in March and mm -hmm. we want to go up to two shows a week. It, slow clap <laughs> round of applause we're excited we, we need josh on on yeah but uh, I, I was so applause. excited when you guys told me this i was like hell yes absolutely two days please please do this we're excited yeah yeah definitely for sure we're, we're super excited so there's going to be twice as many opportunities to have you on <laughs> it's true yeah, <laughs> yeah just say the word that now the sponsors are going to be calling you guys just now that you're two days a week, you're going to start I'm fine getting... with that. We're, yeah, we're here. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, congratulations. That's cool. So when does this start? So we are going to be starting in March. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'm going to wind up and get as much of my spring semester done as mm -hmm. I can because mm -hmm. it's mostly online. Yeah. Well, that was my first question when you told me you're doing this. I was like, mm. yeah, I know. You, you were like, uh, <laughs> with what time? That, that's a lot of. You own a business and you are in college like 100 hours a day. But so, the good news is it's my last semester. So and then you're done for no. now. Until the master's program. No, not until the master's yeah. program. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Yeah. We were like, we're going to have you on and make that announcement. Because Thank you. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm honored and, and I'm grateful. And what days? Do you know which days you're going to do? So Wednesdays. You, know, you guys have your pick. Yeah, I don't care which Wednesday's day. Wednesday's our day. And we were thinking Sunday, but based on suggestions, we may try Friday and see yeah. which one works better. I, I think we should try Friday first. Okay, let's try Friday. Yeah. All right. It's totally up to you guys. But yeah, I, I, I would sure like it if you guys did. Friday. Okay. So well, we can do that then. Yay. Done. <laughs> Sold. See how easy that See, was. All you have to do is ask Chunga and we do it. Yes. So, yeah. Same thing. Yep. Imagine that from one of our hosts. <laughs> so how crazy. <laughs> how, what? How can people find you 
if, if they don't know where they're at and um, as weird as it may sound, but how yeah. can they find you? So if you would like to check out the Radio Ronin show, because I know the New Day podcast has a we there's some there's some crossover. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. some Ronin listeners that listen to this and yes. we have a lot of New Day New Day podcast show members that, that don't listen to it. Uh, we would love for you to check it out. It's just a, it's a current events um, comedy Nut house. And we it love happens. it. It makes yeah, me laugh well, every I, Monday. Well, look, I Thursday. hope I hope everybody loves it. Yeah. it. The uh the show is very fun. It's not particularly political. No. Um I would largely not because it's political. like, you know, try explaining our politics to somebody in Ireland. <laughs> you know, forget it. So we try not to keep politics on the show too much. It's just about current events and pop culture and things like that and yeah. just what's going on in our lives. And uh it it has myself and it has uh Josh Hansen, who is a, a lunatic. <laughs> Um, Spencer Myers and Chandler Smith, who also happens to be my son, and he is the the executive producer of the show. Mm-hmm. And he does a great and job. And he does a damn good job. And it's just comedy-based, and it's on on Fridays, or excuse me, on Mondays. <laughs> That's, you get an angel on Friday. It's on twice a week. It's on on Monday, and it's on on Thursday. And then we have bonus shows for Patreon members. So a lot of shows. And then we have Bash Music, which is every Saturday uh, during the winter months. It's 9 to 11 Mountain Time. Yes. So depending on where you're at, the time is going to be different, but it's nine to 11 mountain time. And then in the summer months, we go into the afternoons too, while people are poolside, which is great because we're out barbecuing, doing all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah. People are more active. Keep in mind when we do the late night shows, they're not edited. They're club shows. Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you are sensitive to the potty talk, uh, there's not a ton of it, but it's not edited in any way. No, no. Which, a lot of um, that comes from Cindy too, though. It's all Cindy's fault. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have been warned, but it's very positive. It's a lot of fun. Oh, and, it's fun. And even like if this show will air, unfortunately, after I play. But I'm playing tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm headlining tonight with Joey. With Joey. So. Yep. And if you guys miss it. Please go back because your your whole catalog is on Spreaker.com. Going back years to the original bash. It goes back that far. It's all there. Um, I'm really excited because we got Damian Pinto to be our voice guy. Damian Pinto. Oh, can I just tell you this guy's a legendary voiceover artist and he's the voice he is the voice of dance music mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. He is like the guy. He was like, Oh yeah, bash music, I'll do it. Yeah, I'd love that. I love it. <laughs> what what? I thought he was gonna be like, get out of here. He's like, oh, I love it. It's great. No, this is fantastic. Let's do it. And so, you just sounded like him. So yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> you did. No, it's 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 a lot of fun. So go check it out. Everybody yeah. go check it out. I'd be so grateful. Are you active on Twitter much anymore? I am. I've lost a lot of followers um on twitter <laughs> a lot of people boy, lost boy a lot of that followers. was a bad topic yeah well look uh, uh, yes i'm on twitter i'm on instagram facebook twitter you can find me there of course so radioronan.com it's at dj jimmy chunga on twitter and jimmy chunga on instagram and jimmy chunga on facebook yep and please go check everything he does out please yeah. um i would love to have you as part of the family it, it'd be great to have you. And so. you'll feel like part of the family. Yes, absolutely. Damn right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, thanks for We're going to have you back me. soon. Yep. We will see you guys next week. See you next week. Boom. Nicely done. <laughs>